We learn about the requests of B'nai God and B'nai Reuven to settle the land of Eber Yarden. Instead of settling Israel proper, they request to stay on the other side and settle the land before their brethren in the rest of Eretz Israel. And we find that Moshe Rabbeinu was not happy with this request. He felt it was a sense of rejection to Klai Israel, as if they didn't want to be together with their brothers. And uh, though ultimately he, the request is granted and they are to remain on Eber Yarden and settle the land there. But we find that Moshe Rabbeinu also instructs that half of the Shevet of Menashe is to settle together with B'nai God and B'nai Reuven. Because the Torah gives no apparent reason why half of the tribe of Menashe is chosen to go love B'nai God and Reuven, it does not say anywhere in the text itself that they asked, that they made such a request. So the Mepharshim give different theories about why half of the tribe of Menashe was thrown a lot. So I want to just say what the Nitziv says, and I think that there's a tremendous sense of irony in the Nitziv's insight. Because we know that what the Shevet of Menashe is known for the most is the love of Eretz Yisrael. We find that the daughters of Tzalavcha, the Pasuk traces them back from Menashe bin Yosef all the way back to Yosef. And Rashi writes that the reason why they're traced all the way back in their lineage to Yosef is because we're trying to understand where did the daughters of Tzalavcha get this special connection, this special love to the land of Eretz Yisrael. And we say they learned it from Yosef, just as Yosef loved Eretz Israel as we find that he specifically requested to be buried in the land of Israel. And he that was where his parting words. So too, his uh, his descendants later on in history also share the Chibas Haaretz and these girls, the daughters of Slavchad, have the request that they should inherit a portion of Nachla in Eretz Israel. So Yosef's Shevet is known for the special love, appreciating the gift of the land of Israel. And here, half of the tribe of Menashe is actually not even settling in the land of Israel at all. Here we are that they're being told to settle in Eber HaYardin and not get the real deal. So how are we to understand that? So the Nitziv's insight is that particularly because Menashe loved Eretz Israel so much, Moshe wanted them to be together with B'nai God and B'nai Ruvain. Had B'nai God and B'nai Ruvain been themselves on the other side of the Arden, there was a danger that would occur, that there would be an entire, uh, an entire part of the nation who would not be that connected to the land. It would be almost a breakaway in a sense, because here you have the people who are in Eretz Yisrael, and then you have the people who live out of Eretz Yisrael. But by sending the half of Shevet Menashe along with them, Moshe was ensuring that those people, that section of Klai on the other side, would stay connected to the land. Who would instill, instill in, the, in B'nai God of B'nai Reuven to the, the importance and the values of Israel? The half a tribe of Menashe. And that's why it's half. That's the brilliance of half, because it would retain the family connection. If the entire Shevet of Menashe would travel over, well, maybe they would also stop appreciating Israel as much. So it's specifically half of the tribe. So their cousins, their brothers are on the other side, so they're retaining the connection. Of the tribe who cherishes, who is known to cherish Israel the most, they are the ones who are to accompany B'nai God and B'nai Ruve. And I think what we see from here is that sometimes love and appreciation and a value can be felt in the greatest moments when you're denied actually what you want. So that's exactly what Yosef was. Yosef is known as the great lover of Israel. Yosef is the only one of the Shvatim who really doesn't live that much in Israel. He studied for 17 years, the first 17 years of his life is in Israel, but the rest of his life, he's in Mitzrayim. And yet his, he becomes, he makes a reputation, he becomes known for his love of Eretz Israel. And his descendants have the same thing. And they put themselves out and they request to have a love of Eretz Israel. So of course, some of them remain in Eretz Israel, but some of them don't even live in Eretz Israel. And sometimes when you love something so much, when you're so connected to it in your heart, in your values, in your passion, it doesn't even matter whether you're there or not. And the name Menashe end up playing such an important role of making sure that Klai Israel will all be connected. Not only the Jews who are in Israel, but the Jews 
who are neighbor are yard, and who's going to make sure that they're connected? The people who love Eretz Yisrael them as much. And on one hand, this is a practical level for the Eretz Yisrael. For us, for people who don't live in Eretz Yisrael, we shouldn't think that we shouldn't be working through and discovering more our value of Eretz Yisrael. It's not only something that is meant to be for the people who are there. The people, the tribe who is known to value to value Eretz Yisrael the most, the tribes of Yosef and Menashe are the people who did it without being in Eretz Yisrael. That's one lesson for it itself, but it's really a metaphor for all values. Not all values are always going to become practical in life. Not all every time do we get to actualize what we believe. But some of us stop believing when we can't actualize. Some of us wonder whether our beliefs are there, whether the values are there or whether they matter so much if it's not relevant to our lives. But to really believe, to never stop believing, to never stop saying, this is me and this is my identity. And whatever God gives my way, that's what I will do. But this is me inside of my heart. I'm a man of Israel, whether or not I have a chance to be there or not. That's how we make ourselves. That's how we define who we are. When our values are easily actualized, well then, that just happens to be the way our, our experiences are. But sometimes the real us only emerges when we're denied the reality and yet the value is strong. That's the lesson. That Menashe remains Menashe, that the love of Eretz Yisrael remains, remains despite the fact that they never end up being in Eretz Yisrael itself.